My name's Tomo and welcome to my race chinwag. For every single Formula One race this year, pre and post race, we'll be talking all about it live on YouTube. But this is the audio only version just for your nice, cute little ears. Give us a like, five star, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening and let's crack on. Welcome to the stream, everyone. The pre-race chinwag for the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. Seamless as ever. Roll intro. And welcome to a hotel room in Vienna. Because I will be there tomorrow and Saturday at the Austrian Grand Prix. Welcome, everyone. Thank you all for coming. Thank you for joining me. Um, I'm wearing my flowery shirt because it's actually been a nice day in Vienna today. Uh, it's going to be rough weather-wise, as far as I've heard, anyway, in Spielberg, uh, for the remainder of um, of, the, of the weekend. Uh, thank you, uh, Kasufal, Rufus, Brandon, Tina, Seb, Luisma, Philip, Hamza, Melon, David, James, Junior, Matthew, Marcel, Peter, Stefan, uh, the big boy himself, great name, Thunderbolt, Peter, Dumda, Jason, Liam, Mark, Brandon, uh, Halita, Bennett, Carlos, Brandon, Rice, Rivethead, Emilio, Tyon, Naldo, Philip, uh, Govster, Daniela, Focus, Mini, Ninja, Justin, and 100F1. Welcome. I'm sorry I had to, again, to all the live viewers, I, I had a time, I changed the time, and I changed the time again, because my laptop still thinks it's in the UK. So it's not adjusted to Austrian time. So I do one time on my laptop and then it's different on the app. But whatever, we're here, we're fine, we're good. That's the outside of the hotel room um, in the undisclosed location in Austria. Um, it looks beautiful out the window. To be fair, it's literally traffic lights. And um, I mean, there's some beautiful buildings uh, in Vienna, but that's not one of them. But the blurry background makes it look somewhat nice. Um, why is Tommy in Vienna? Well, the race is in Austria. So I'm going to the race tomorrow. Um, it's a bit tricky with Spielberg because Spielberg's in the middle of nowhere. So if unless you book early, I imagine you can get accommodation near to the track. But you fly into Vienna typically anyway. So it is a bit of a trek. Hopefully the train will be about two hours each way tomorrow um, to the track. But... It might be a bit more than that. We'll see. Hopefully, you'd imagine for the Grand Prix weekend, a lot of people probably stay in Vienna. Saw a lot of F1 merchandise out in the town today. So, um, yeah, you would imagine that maybe there's a... Infrastructure has been put in place to accommodate people like me who are here for the Formula One. But we'll see. Um, yeah, the backdrop looks all right, doesn't it? It's got like bright lights and that. It's cool. It's like the last lap set. Um, but yeah, I will be back on Sunday morning, flying back. Um, so I'm going to see the sprint race tomorrow, it should be cool. And then flying back Sunday morning to then do the last lap on Sunday. Ready for a stroll, wet banger. Absolutely, Nicola. Absolutely. Right, okay, cool. Let's crack on with the stream. A couple of things, though, beforehand. First, of course, audio only for your ears. If you don't want to look at me and the nice background, if you want to miss out on that, which you're entitled to, then Apple Podcast, Spotify, um, wherever you get your podcasts. And also, this wouldn't be possible, I wouldn't be in Austria, if it wasn't for today's stream sponsor, Head Out. Thank you, Head Out, for sponsoring this stream. Thank you for getting me out to Austria for the Austrian 
Grand Prix at Spielberg. Uh, Tomo30 discount code, if you're interested. The, the place to go for regular, reliable tickets, best seats, best events going. You can get 30% off all of the remaining European races, if you want, including Austria. If you're thinking last minute, oh, maybe I'll get a one-day ticket for the race. They still have three-day tickets, I believe, on the website. You can check yourself. Um, Austria, Britain, Hungary, Belgium, Zandvoort, Netherlands, and Italy. If you want to go to any of those races, you get 30% off with my discount code. So give it a go. Give it a go, if you fancy. Thank you, Head Out, for sponsoring. Um, much appreciated. Channels ch- channels like mine, sponsors are the lifeblood. The lifeblood. And it's cool opportunities, because I will be filming a video mainly tomorrow um, here, but maybe, maybe over Saturday as well. So if you are going to be at the Austrian Grand Prix tomorrow or on Saturday, stick around. I'll probably post on socials where I'll be at some point and we can do something fun together. We can we can make some fantastic content together. Oh, the, the, the stream's lagging a little bit. Interesting. Well, look, listen, hotel Wi-Fi, it is what it is. It might happen. Hopefully, the VOD will, will be somewhat unaffect, unaffected. But but there you go. Um, hopefully, the stream doesn't keep freezing throughout. But we'll crack on anyway. Thank you, Head Out. Appreciate your sponsorship for this stream. Now, let's talk about Round 10 in Austria. What are our expectations? What, what, do, we, what do we make of uh, the Red Bull Rings of Track? Right, Because it's, it's a bit of a staple on the calendar now. Very simple circuit. It's not much in a way of corners. But great elevation change, typically really good overtaking opportunities, particularly into this turn two and turn three. I know they're not technically called turn two and three because corner names are weird. But you know what I mean. Like Turn one isn't really, um, but you've got two pretty hard-breaking zones after that, which are great opportunities for overtakes. Um, 10 out of 10 track, 7 out of 10. Look, I think it's... I think it's, it's probably... It remind. I consider it in a similar vein to um, to Interlagos. Actually, I, I mean, I love Interlagos. I, I, I prefer Interlagos, but it's it's right up there at the sharp end for me. Right, right up there has to be surely. Um, consistent bangers, wet bangers, dry bangers as well, which is always nice. And Lando does well. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of Lando McLaren fans, a lot of Papaya fans, aren't there in Austria? So I wonder if um. Well, that would be interesting to see actually tomorrow whether now that we've got Zanvoort does that take away from some of the you know crazy Verstappen uh, fandom we've had in Austria for years now because it's still the Red Bull ring but obviously now Max actually does have his home Grand Prix so yeah I do wonder if it's still you know considered in the same way I guess we'll see won't we but yeah, I think I think typically, I think typically it's going to be good. and again that the rain is looking forecast again a beautiful day today in Vienna, but Vienna is about two, two three hour train from Spielberg, and a bit of a microclimate around there. Hope from a, from my point of view, I'd like it to not be wet, but as long as it delivers a great you know race, then then I'm happy at the end of the day. So Verstappen has three home GPs. He kind of does, yeah, because he's, Bel- he's born in Belgium, so Spa, reps Netherlands, Zanvoort, and Red Bull Ring Austria, they love it. So, um, 
the pitcher deems otherwise. Yeah, that is that is true. I mean, to be fair, I would, um, you know, I wonder if there'll be some flares knocking about. Um, I mean, I'm here for the sprint race, not the actual race. I wonder if the flares will come out after the sprint race. We'll see. Four with Monaco. Yeah, true. He does. He does. Uh, he does live in Monaco as well. There you go. All right. So, so generally speaking, I think it's a pretty well considered race. And last year, we had a Charles Leclerc win, which feels like, man, watching the replay back before this, I was like, man, I can't believe Charles won a race. I'm just so used to Max winning now. <laughs> it's pretty. Um, it's pretty mad. We had what? Carlos's engine went bang. We had that great five-car scrap between like Joe Norris, Magnussen, Schumacher, one other. Um, we had a few people getting bonked on the outside, like Lewis bonked Albon, which, moving on. Um, there's a lot of, uh, what can I say? There's a lot of opportunity for that corner to rear its head. It always seems to be a bit of a, the drivers can't seem to agree how much space is, is right to leave. Okay, we'll see. Um, yeah, Haas, Haas were doing, Haas were doing, I mean, look, Haas seemed to turn up in Austria. There's something about this place that seems to work for Haas. And if it works for Haas, it should work for Ferrari. Ferrari's race pace in, in Canada was very good and they actually managed their tyres quite well. So, I mean, obviously, it's, it's looking pretty good for Max, isn't it? Um, he always goes well here. And... Last time he didn't win, though, it was Charles. So, stranger things have happened. Um, we will see. We will see. Someone forgot to tell science to cook instead of cooking the engine. It happens. Yeah, heavy impeding Q1. Yeah, this is this is one of those tracks. Because it's so short, like, Q1 traffic is just sketchy, man. So sketchy. Um like, obviously, Monaco is an issue with Q1 traffic, right? But Austria is not far off. We see a lot of it. They're carrying a lot of speed around this track as well. Um, I know they had to make a few changes, didn't they, to the MotoGP layout, and they had to add, like, a chicane down that first kind of main straight because it was just after that Rossi incident where he almost got wiped out. That was um, sketch. Sketch McGee, but there you go. We, we move. We move. Right, okay, let's reflect on how things are looking. The driver standings, look at, I mean, look at that, look at that. I just, you know what, the only, there's only really one you need to look at. Because 12 is a great number. 12 is like my favourite number, to be fair, to be honest, it's actually my favourite number. And seven's my next favourite number. So, Alex Albon, P12, not P7, hopefully. One, eventually he'll be P7, of course he will. Um, doing bits, but yeah, Max, Max stretching his legs in the driver's championship, um, comfortably clear now of, of Checo. You got to say, you you got to say that that gap seems somewhat insurmountable. What 195 to 126? There you go. I couldn't quite read. I've got good eyes, but not that good. Right, so 195 to 126 is is significant, very significant points gap um, between the two. So I don't know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. What race does he clinch here? Yeah, I mean, look, the, the thing is, like, upgrades are coming. We're seeing some big upgrades from McLaren. Um, there's some pretty interesting shots of that McLaren that have been uh, popping up on Twitter. Shout out Albert Fabrega. Um, always bringing the, bringing the sauce. There we go. Um, guitar 
you are the first to drop the 69. Well done. Well done. Shout out. I was told there would be no math. No, last time I did math, I mugged myself off. So I'm going to refrain from that this time. No, I think that, well, we'll get into my predictions. But I, I, again, I, I can see a coalescing towards the end of the year. We're still not even halfway through this season with the upgrades coming pretty thick and fast. But again, the the onus is on all these other teams, the other nine, to catch Red Bull. The onus is on them. You, you know, you can't mandate in the rules that Red Bull will be caught. It's up to Mercedes, it's up to Ferrari, it's up to Aston Martin to do the job to catch. And it feels like a way off, but who knows? Maybe that McLaren upgrade. We'll see. Now, it's the first of a few, the big upgrade McLaren, it's the first of a few little... They're coming along. They're coming along nicely. Um, yeah, so that's how the driver standings are sitting. Verstappen clear ahead of Perez and Alonso, as we all know. And then constructor standings. Honestly, I don't really care. Um, I mean, Red Bull running away with it at the front. Mercedes Aston Martin should be yeah, pretty close, I suppose. Um, Williams got that all that ATR. Because the ATR reset is technically the ATR reset is tomorrow, I think, isn't it? Because it is it's the start of oh, no, it'd be Saturday, the ATR reset. It's the first of July. It's when Aston Martin lose all their ATR. So the, Aston Martin have got to, today and tomorrow of ATR left. So they, they should be working hard in the factory to get get all that ATR. Come on, Aston Martin, you can do it. Um. McLaren said back who is their new car. Why should I believe them now? Because, because when have McLaren ever misled you about the performance of their car? When? <laughs> Don't worry, they're all guilty of it, McLaren. It's nothing personal. Um, Alpine, Alpine, just as bad, if not worse, when it comes to that. But there you go. Um, oh, Vienna Spotlands. Well, thank you. Thank you for welcoming me to your beautiful city. It's a lovely gaff. Would recommend. Um... <laughs> Right, okay, cool, 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 cool. Okay, predictions time, predictions time. Bangers and clangers for the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. I obviously polled, as I did, but a poll out last night on Twitter, YouTube community, got about 2,000 responses, so thank you. Um, I've also done mine. So, let's start with mine. Yes, Hannah Minton. I can't show you Minton because I am in Austria, and Minton is in the United Kingdom. So there you go. My predictions um, for this race, for Stappen win. Shock. <laughs> Shock. Um, banger drive, Lando Norris. Goes well round here. Upgrades. Let's see. Okay. I, 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 I'm drinking the Kool-Aid a little bit. All right. Just, just, just a little sip of the Kool-Aid. little sip. Clangard de Vries. <sighs> I... Helmet's words have, um, I just, I struggled to see how that's going to motivate Nick. Um, if you haven't seen, Helmet has basically come out and said, I wanted De Vries, Christian Horner didn't want De Vries, and turns out Christian's been proven right, which is kind of awkward. This, yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not, he's been disappointed, De Vries, has been very disappointed given his pedigree given the expectation that was rightly around his name coming in. He's been disappointing. But for your boss to put you on flames like that in a public forum is 
it's a lot. But this is Helmut Marco. This is what he does. Last lap, Lando. Indeed. Indeed. Um, McLaren banger team. I'm, again, I'm back in the upgrades. I'm back in it. I'm back in it. It looks a bit like a Red Bull. So I'm back in it. At least the inlet on the side pods. I'll get up some pictures later, maybe. And Alfa Romeo Klangart because awful Romeo. Perennial, perennial disappointment. So more of the same, probably. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't predict Alfa Romeo. The, the thing is with Marco is that because Marco is, you know, he was the direct line between Dietrich and Rebel Racing. Um, obviously, you know, Dietrich's no longer with us. So there's a new team at Red Bull and I'm not sure how that relationship goes now between Helmut. But it essentially feels like Helmut, like Helmut's kind of like Christian's superior. And so he, you know, you said, oh, well, like, someone should tell Helmut. It's like, well, yeah, but there's no one seems to really above Helmut. Like he's kind of the top of that chain. So yeah, he kind of just says what he wants, but there you go. Um, there you go. Right, cool. 1,000 people. There you go. Big up. Thank you all for coming. Appreciate you taking the time. Don't like the stream. Like it. Like it. Like it. Like the stream. Please. Please. Thank you. I know you've done it, so thank you. Um, so they're my predictions. Your predictions are as follows. Boom. 67% of you, Max Verstappen, race winner. 10% of you, Lance Stroll. Very good. 7% of you, Fernando Alonso. 5% of you, Lewis Hamilton. So, is Aston Martin getting a bit of prop here, a bit of 12% of the vote? Okay, okay. 17%, sorry, I can't, I can't count. 17% of it. Yeah, I mean, to be fair, there always seems to be... Um, I think last week it was Ocon that was getting numbers in these polls. So, it's, it's just... There's always one like left-field driver that gets... Their community just finds the poll and is like, let's go. Let's go. Um, yeah, no Checo in the top six, which is uh, not ideal, given he's in a Red Bull, but there you go. You all got strolled, exactly. You did all get strolled. 19% uh, Lando Norris, banger drive. So you've actually agreed with me, although the spread is quite um, somewhat, not quite even, it's somewhat even. So Charles Leclerc, 13%. Lewis Hamilton, 12%. Stroll, 9%. You're back in it. You're back in Lance. I respect it. I do respect it. Stroll pulls his big... No, I'm not finishing that sentence. Um, Clanger Drive. Checo Perez, 21% of the votes. Yeah, it, Checo's in a difficult place, isn't he, at the minute? Because obviously, yes, things aren't going well. Now it's how does he get out of this? The thing is, Checo just needs a nice clean qualifying where even if he's just like... Top four, top four qualifying, he has the race pace. You know, I, when I was doing my video, taking Max out of the championship and seeing if Checo would still lead, which he wouldn't, he'd be one point behind Fernando right now. Um, Checo, I think it was four of the first five races, he won, sorry, he didn't win. He was ahead of the next, next car, the next non-Red Bull, by more than 20 seconds in the first four or five races. Now, 20 seconds, that's a whole pit stop. That is a pretty dominant-esque gap, I would say. So, look, I, I think Checo just needs to 
have a clean weekend. It's not a great start because he's not at the track. He has not been at the track today. He's not very well. Um, so hopefully he's um, back to his best for the race. If he's not, then I guess Ricardo would step in. Um, he's got that you know, third driver duties, but you know, hopefully Checo's all right. Obviously we've had a few. Lando's had a bit of sickness in a couple of races and it's happened before when drivers have taken the kind of Thursday off and sometimes even even bits of the Friday. Um, Max was ill, wasn't he, a little while ago? Um, so, yeah, we'll see. Or Lawton. No, I think it would be it would be Ricardo, wasn't it? Wouldn't it? He's there. He's there. Um, attributed reserve driver. So it would be Daniel Ricardo, as far as I which obviously, look, obviously, hopefully doesn't come to that for Checo. But if it does, it would be obviously fascinating to see how Ricardo would stack up. Um, that would be very interesting. But yeah, Daniel. Oh, it would be. Sorry, I, I stand corrected. Daniel's in Australia right now. Depends who's on site. Liam Lawson is there, but Daniel Ricardo is not there. Uh, okay, there you go. Thank you, thank you, chat. Thank you, chat. This is why it's good to go. I, I have one brain, which is flawed. You have. A thousand brains, which are also flawed, but we are all flawed together. So we 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 create one big brain that is very flawed. <laughs> so would it be so? Lawson is in Australia. Yuki is as well. Okay. Well, look. It, hopefully, it doesn't come to that anyway. Regardless, um, for Checo, but but yeah, we'll see. We will see. Um, do, 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 uh, Clang and Drive, who are so uh, is Gasly, Bottas, and Russell. Gasly, Gasly gets Gasly's always in the top four for Clanger. I don't know what he's done. I don't, I don't know what Gasly's done to you, you know. It's just it's a bit harsh. Um, Banger team, Mercedes, a Ferrari just behind Mercedes 22%, Ferrari 20%, Aston Martin 15%, McLaren 14%. So there is some hope in these upgrades, there is some belief out there there is some belief yeah no 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 devries in in the clanger drive well done well done everyone um a clanger team alpha tari though 23 percent um has 17 alpha Romeo 16 and ferrari 13 there we go bravo well look listen we'll, we'll reflect on these predictions on monday when i'm back at home oh when am i gonna do my because i am doing something really cool on monday I'm going to have to do my post-race stream. I might, I might actually do my post-race like late on Sunday just to get it done. Ooh, that's the sound of a European ambulance. The European ambulance... Give me that. There's a fire truck. There you go. European fire trucks sound, um, sound unusual. Thank you, Riverhead, for the tenor, mate. Appreciate it. Thank you. Heck, wait, what? Heck, heck, Twitch. We'll have to give our. Oh, I see what you mean. F Twitch. There you go. We'll we'll have to. We'll we'll have our own donation culture. To be fair, I've watched your content for time, so it's probably time to give back. No, Rivet. No need. But thank you very much. Much appreciated, Rivethead. Big up, Rivethead. Um, yeah, Bun Twitch, man. I might, I might do, you know, if I want to do a bit of gaming, I'll do that on Twitch. But this this F1 malarkey is on YouTube, all right? I'm a YouTubist. That's what I am, all right? That's what, this is where I'm staying. Not going anywhere. Not going anywhere, all right? 
Okay, cool, 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 cool. Yeah, F1 manager streams. No, they will be coming back, Root Head. I promise, they will be. I'm, I'm excited to play F1 23. It's just like crazy busy at the minute. I've got a lot of stuff, a lot of videos coming up in the next. In the, this next month is gonna be raucous. There's like loads of stuff happening, which is exciting. It's a lot, but it's gonna be good. I'm looking forward to it, and there's gonna be loads of videos for you lot to watch. Like, will be, like, multiple videos a week level. So, there you go. Bosh. Right. Okay, cool. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. Right. There's a couple of things. Um, there's a couple of other things I want to talk about. But, before we do that, I think it's time for a rolling intro. I think it's time to bring a special guest into the stream, everyone. Because I'm not alone. Hang on, I just need... Is, is this... Is this buh, 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 buh. Hang on, is, is, is this microphone also working? Wait, 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 wait. Is it... Yep, you can still hear me. Okay. Right. You, you, you can do that. Go on. S slide it in. Whoa. <laughs> oh, OPS disconnected. <laughs> just as um, just as the guest has... I think, we're, I think we're good. Are we good? Are we back, everyone? That hotel Wi-Fi. Right. I'm welcome into the stream. Half, half of half our of space. Me. <laughs> right, hang on. First of all, am I coming through? Uh, just in case. Is okay. this, can you hear me? Oh, look at how little he looks. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. I think we're good. I think we're good. We're back. Lovely jubbly. What, Hello there. What did you, why, why, as soon as you come on, why does the stream break? I know. I, I clearly break the stream. Although, no, we're doing decent numbers. I was actually watching it over there. Right? Where are you? Yeah, it's all very good. Hello, uh, chat. hello, chat. Very nice. Very nice to finally be on the stream. Is this the first time I've been on one of your on one of your live streams? Mm, I'm, I don't think I feel like you have before. It's been. It, it must be a while. Yeah. Um, you're not like you're not a live streamer. You don't. Really I do don't. Yeah, streams. guys. I'm not. I'm, I'm not that much of a live streamer. The thing is, I can waffle as much as Tomo, but I don't know how he, he does can. it. Like how he does it for like an hour, sometimes an hour and a half. I do not know. Really? Uh, I, no, I think you could do it. I think you could definitely do it. I think it's in yeah. your. Uh, I think it's in your wheelhouse, mate. Well, look, so I wanted to talk a little bit about little quotes, right? So... Is it Helmet Marcos? Is it Helmet Marcos? Let's go to this one first, right? So, if you've been living under a rock, um, you might have not seen that. Oh, look at your little head just like in the corner. You got to go on this side. There we go. We've got a bunch up, mate. Um, <laughs> right, so this is a quote from uh, Lewis Hamilton talking about changing ruling to stop teams developing too early basically it's to try and circumvent this Red Bull dominance that's going on at the minute the FIA should probably put a time where everyone is allowed to start on next year's car so then no one gets an advantage on the next year so first of all what do we think about that as an idea chat let us know as well what, what do you what do you think about this as a concept I mean in terms in terms of my thoughts I think the problem is, I could see a, kind of an argument both ways. Oh, I need to actually get in the shot, don't I? Um, yeah, just, the problem yeah, is, it, I think on one side, it is a good idea because it kind of means that perhaps there isn't as much dominance starting into the next year. But at the same time, I feel like it kind of removes one of the elements of like, do you, for example, 2021, do you develop your car all the way till the end of the season because you're in a, t a close title fight? Do you kind of, if you're having a really bad season like Aston Martin were last year, do you just say, 
listen, let's cut our losses this year. Let's focus early on the next car. And sometimes, for example, Haas in 2022 or 2021, technically, they didn't develop the 2021 car the entire season. They focused fully on the brand new regs. And ultimately, they came out with a pretty good car. So, you know, for 2022, and that's because they spent all of last year or all of the previous season uh, developing their car. So, yeah, it's... Uh, I get where Lewis is coming from. I think most of it is just frustration that Red Bull are dominating. Obviously, he was in that position years ago. And I think it is a bit... I'm not saying it's a bad idea, but I quite like that flexibility of you can develop whenever you want. It doesn't... We don't know if Red Bull are still developing their current car. I mean, they obviously are because all teams are. But yeah, it's it's a good idea, but it's not one that I think really works. Yeah, I think you're right. I think any rule that you introduce will have knock-on effects, not just... Yeah, you might like want to, you know, think oh, okay, this will pick Red Bull back, but you're right, it will affect it will affect teams at the bottom just as much as it will affect teams at the top. And there's always, you know, incremental gains I guess you can make by like again con- like you said with Haas like consolidating your resource, right? And seeing where that takes you. I mean, what what people saying? Yeah, there's a bit of a, a bit of a split amongst the chat. So again, I understand is that always the option the by theory. the way? Yes, no, eh. Well, no, they're not always the options. But there's only four options. YouTube, add more options. Please. I keep asking you this. And I know you're... No, obviously, you're not watching, are you? Come on, YouTube. You are watching deep down. Um, and look, obviously, I see your I see your comment, Hamza. Um, Hamilton being hypocritical. We'll get onto that. Ultimately, right, whether it's a good idea or not, regardless of whose mouth it's come out of, right, it, whether it's Lewis or who, who, whether it's bloody Nick DeVries, right, if it's a good idea, then it, it should be considered. If it's not, then it shouldn't. And I mean, most of you think I have a no or just... Uh, I, I, would, I don't think it's the answer. I'm leaning more on no because, listen, at the end of the day, the only reason that we're having the season that we're having is because Mercedes and Ferrari dropped the ball. Like, Aston Martin Correct. themselves admitted at the beginning of the year that, yes, they're second best, but in reality, they're almost there accidentally because the other teams underdelivered, yeah. you know, relative to them. Like Aston Martin have made a jump, but Mercedes and Ferrari have massively underdelivered. So I think it's one of those where, of course, there's frustration from Mercedes and Ferrari. They're used to, well, Ferrari's not used to winning, but Mercedes are used to <laughs> winning. And so when they're not, th- that frustration yeah. is always going to boil over. You know, Lewis Hamilton fans and Mercedes fans have been, you know, basically retrieving all of the quotes that Christian Horner was saying the exact same thing, you know, back when they were dominating. So this is just, this is what happens. I think me and Tommy talked about it. It's just the cycle when you're not dominating, uh, you know, when you're not dominating and you have been in the past, then it's just that frustration that boils over. So yeah, it's it's kind of well, expected. it's funny you say that, Aldous, because like you say, Max did uh, flame back a little bit. Um, we weren't talking about that when he was winning his championships, right? So I don't think we should now. Which, look, again, th- there are there are receipts uh, from Christian, Christian Hall, Red yeah. Bull. Not as much Max, to be fair, but True. he does True. say we. He, he, he implies the team, so... True. Yeah. True. Again, like, it wasn't... Um, yeah, like you say, it, it didn't come from Max, but the team were talking about how, you know, like, it's not good for F1 to have domination in the sport, blah, blah, blah. Like... Ultimately, like, you, 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 I can't get too, like, these are, these are F1 teams. They always pull this nonsense, right? Every person, they're, they're every just, person in Formula whine, 1. They all whine. Like, they're all they all hypocrites. They all they're all it. hypocrites. Yeah, they all do it. They're, they're all guilty of it. And so I'm not like, I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, Lewis is a hypocrite or, oh, actually, like, 
that they would all like Max would be whining if he was in Lewis's position. Lewis is whining in his position. Like it's just that's just the way it goes. Like that's just the way it is. And like you're gonna try and exert pressure on the authorities if you think you can gain an advantage. And that's clearly what Lewis is trying to do here to try and gain an advantage, just like Red Bull did when Mercedes were dominating. That's it, you know. I think. Listen, at the end of the day, Mercedes and Ferrari needs to just. I was about to say, can I say get their fingers out their arse? Uh, yeah, yeah. You, can, <laughs> you mean pull their fingers yes, out? Yes, that's their the ass. one. Pull their exactly. They need get, to. They need to get. If you're gonna it. say that, at least get it right out. Yeah, yeah I did. I was. I bottled it a little bit, but My you know what goodness. I mean. It's they, they need to seriously just. You know, they need to kind of. They need to kind of live up to their to their resources, live up to their budget, and ultimately because they're under delivering, they're starting to like blame you know blame Red Bull. So it, it was the same actually when Lewis was dominating. I never when Lewis was dominating and all of the other teams kind of under delivered. I never blamed Lewis and Mercedes in the same way that I don't blame. It's it's not Max or Red Bull's fault that we're having kind of a boring season. It's the other team's fault. It's always the other team's fault. And so yeah, it's just it's just how it is. Why well, take responsibility for your actions when you can just blame someone else? Ah, yeah, that's the easy one. Oh, I should always do that. My quote of the day. Um, <laughs> well, other than that, I mean, there's... Look, let's, let's go through all the teams one by one as well before we uh, before we wrap. Oh, oh, this is this crop's really not helping. I'm going to have to delete... Oh, hold on. What kind of... What is this turning into? Right, Williams. Williams. Alex Albon. The only good things to say about Alex, right, surely? I mean, yeah, the, the guy is just, after that piece set, that was such a ridiculous race. Even our taxi driver on the way to the hotel. Oh, he was, was loving like, it. He was loving it. Man. He was talking about, he was Albon Central. It was it, unreal. He was, he was like McDonald's. He was loving it. I do think this is, a, this is, however, a big weekend, I think, for Logan Sargent, because I think this track should be decent for the Williams. And he's finally got the brand new upgrades that Alex had in Canada he had a bit of a rough True. kind of start to the season, but again, rookie, a lot of street tracks, a lot of new tracks. Walex, so Walbon, get it in Walbon. the chat. That's it. And I think, so yeah, I think this, more than, more for Logan, I think this is a big weekend. He's got the brand new upgrades. He's had that kind of third of a season to kind of rough, you know, rough out some of the edges. So it's, he needs to, I think, be at least closer to the points, maybe Q2 if the car is there. So a, a big weekend, I think, for Logan. Yeah, and I think, to be fair, Austria is generally low speed like there's not big sw I think it's more high speed though I mean, high to medium speed there's not too many kind of really he like stop uh, you know low well, the speed two the, the two overtaking opportunities are pretty slow in there yeah that's true actually. so I don't know I, I, I think it's uh, I, I like to think that Alex can be, what I'm saying is that this what happened at Canada can happen again okay it will another P7 on the way clearly it will don't you worry um Alpha Tauri. <clears throat> or oh, what will they be called next year, Adas? We don't even know. We don't even. We actually saw the Alpha Tauri store, and let me tell you, it was dead. Alpha Tauri store in it Vienna. Very dead. Empty. Uh, no wonder they're taking the, the branding off the car next year. What do, what do we? What do we think? Because, like, that they must think. Okay, there's something else we can promote that will give back more than keeping. Because I mean, it's not going to harm. It's not harming their clothing sales having a, a, an F1 team promote your product for crying out loud. So there must be something else they're identifying as, oh, okay, we'll get more value from promoting this. But I don't know what that is. The weird thing is, I don't really get what else they have to promote. I mean, what's the point? It, it was a weird comment to make in the first place. I don't know about anyone else. It was one of those random things where I could have guessed, you know, if someone told me that Helmut Marco made a controversial comment, I could have guessed that he was slagging off one of his own drivers. But to say that Alpha Tauri is being renamed, it's just, 
it seems it's a bit of a random I don't really get the point of it really. I don't understand what they could rename it to get even more commercial kind of use of it. So it's just it's just weird. I don't know. Bring back Toro Rosso for sure. I mean, I'm seeing a lot of those actually. So yeah. Maybe it'll be one of Red Bull. Oh, they do all the different um they've got loads of Red Bull different flavours, haven't they? In like Tesco meal deals now. So maybe they will do one of the like the gr- oh maybe the green Red Bull. The green like Red Troll Bull Aston Martin. Oh imagine if they did a green car. Lawrence would be fuming. It'd be fuming if they bought another green card. Yeah, Jag Red Bull. There you go. Back to yeah, Jaguar. Back back to do a classic Jag. Or maybe start kind of because uh, they're obviously doing that Ford tie-up. So maybe kind of start integrating that a little bit somehow. Yeah. I don't know. That yeah, that's the one I've heard most. Yeah, and a few of you in chat have mentioned that as well. Because um, that's the only thing that makes sense. Unless you're going to advertise something else that's kind of in the Red Bull fold that isn't AlphaTauri, their clothing brand. I mean, if, you know, Ford, maybe they want to kind of start that sponsorship early, so sponsor with uh, with AlphaTauri, but yeah, it's it's a weird one. Do we know if um, Honda are going to, you know, cause obviously Honda are with Aston Martin from 26, but are Honda going to be still, because they're still affiliated with Red Bull now, are they still going to be affiliated in 24 and 25? I think, I don't think they are affiliated anymore in terms of, I think it's just Red Bull powertrains. There's Honda staff, I think, I mean, chat can correct me, but I think there's Honda staff working on the powertrains, but... I don't think there's. I don't think there's any more Honda logos too too much to be honest. Well, because Yuki's still got one on his visor strip, and I'm sure they've still got one on their overalls. So, yeah, I'm not sure. I, I don't know how Ford and Honda would feel about <laughs> Red Bull <like>. Zero Sugar, <laughs> <laughs> Zero Sauce. Um, talking of, of of well, actually, the stuff that matters. Again, DeVries. What do you think the comments that have come out mean for Nick DeVries and like? Has he got what? It's four more races till the break, right? Is is it four races to save his F one career? I think so. Red Bull, more than any other team, are trigger happy to get rid of a driver. Do you know what's really weird about those comments? I'm not saying they're wrong because we know they're right. Nick DeVries is underperforming. I think it's just a weird time to say it. Like that's the sort of comments you make after a driver has been sacked. Like that's the sort of comments you make. You know, mm. when he's already gone and you say, Do you know what, I got it wrong. Christian was right. Whatever. The fact that the guy is already in the car, I just, I don't get what that accomplishes. He's already under massive pressure. Clearly, you know, just, just sticking that knife in his back even more is not working. So I don't, I, it's just Helmut Marco just chatting a bunch of nonsense, basically. So yeah, I, I don't know what to, what to make of it because I, I don't get the point. Does that, is that going to improve it? How does that improve his performance as saying that, you know, Christian Horner said you're basically trash and you shouldn't have been picked. So just, yeah, I don't really get it. Well, yeah, again, I think... You can understand, okay, the idea of you are publicly critical to try and motivate a response, a, a positive response. Oh, I'll, I'm going to prove him wrong. But it just, yeah, it seems so precise to be like, oh, Christian didn't want him anyway. I did. And now Christian's been proven right. Like, that's such a weird, like, counterproductive. There's no pr- productivity in the way it was worded. But, but again, look, my, my instinct was like, who's let him talk? But then again, he's top of the chain so if, if he wants to say something it's like if Lawrence Stroll wants to say whatever he wants to say for example like, and I was going to tell him no but from I guess the board maybe but um, yeah it was a bit bit weird awful towery yeah maybe awful towery is, is we, we, should, we should coin that because we were even saying awful Romeo so maybe awful towery as well what did we rate of um, beta towery you keep beta towery beta no, that was the that's, one that's good actually that's cool ace, ace that's very good mate Red um, Bull this is just like this is free towery. ideas for Red Bull right here they, I hope they're listening by the way beta very good. What, what, do you, what do you make of Yuki at the minute, by the way? And so we. I mean, I've been Yuki coin good, yeah. Yeah, yeah Yuki coin, yeah. Stocks are going through the. He, he beat Max Verstappen in equal cars. 
he, he be he did technically he did. There was a bit of reliability tax on that, but let's ignore that part. But no, I think <laughs> uh, I think Yuki's done a, a really good job this season. Nothing kind of I don't, I don't think he's been like crazy amazing. Not he, he, I wouldn't say get him in that Red Bull right now. He needs more time. He doesn't he doesn't need to be rushed. That's the one thing we did learn uh, when he came into Formula One. But he's doing a really good job. Really nice progression. I think especially in the races, he's impressed me the most. I think how mm-hmm. cleanly he's executed when the car has been there. I think he's been a bit unlucky that the points positions are so locked out because we have Red Bull, Ferrari, Aston Martin, Mercedes. There's mm-hmm. only a few points positions to play for. True. And when you look at all of the P11s that he got at the beginning of the year, in another season, that could have easily been points. So, yeah, I think Yuki just needs to, you know, keep his kind of feet firmly on the ground, but he's doing a good job. Yuki coin is going through the moon. The Yuki, right. Next, we have Alfa Romeo. Next, we have Haas. I have nothing to say about Alfa Romeo. Um, Haas always do well in Austria. They always, at least one car. Why can't they just have both cars do well at the same time? Why is it always one car's in Q3 and the other's in Q1? And then they're both rubbish in the race as well, by the way. Because they're the definition of mid. Like, they, they yeah. can run one car, maybe. But uh, to be fair, no, they do go well here. I mean, even in, I remember 2019 when they had a horrible season. I think KMAG qualified like P4 or something. Mm. So it's weird how some teams, even through regulations, like do well at some tracks. So, yeah. um, but this is a, it's a weird one with Haas because they qualify well. I think Nico has been amazing in qualifying Hulkenberg podium. I see that shout uh, in the chat. Mm. Um, DH, DH drinking the sauce. But then in the race, what's the tie we're going to be like in this, in this race? Because they just, I mean, Hulkenberg just felt like a stone. Yeah, he, he got a bit unlucky good, with the it? safety car, but yeah, the Haas just has no race pace they at all. Trahash on their Trahash. There you go. That was no, yeah, mine, mine that. was better. Mine was better. Um, yeah, I, I think ultimately, I think they've both got a really good qualifying in them. But I do think of the two, I definitely, you know, my belief in Nico Hulkenberg is stronger than it is in Kevin Magnussen. So I've been quite disappointed with Kevin Magnussen. Actually, someone's mentioned average drivers, average results. I do actually want to get, do we think that these results are more on the driver lineup or the car? Like, do we genuinely feel like, you know, these drivers are just under-delivering and if you put, I don't know, Alonso, Ocon, you know, Verstappen in that car, are they getting points? I mean, do we feel it's more on the Haas side or the driver side? What does, uh, uh, what does the chat I think? I think surely car, isn't it? Surely. I, th- I think, I think like, K-Mag and, 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 Kev, um, Hulk are like they're, they're proven entities that yeah maybe average like in the middle of the if you had to rank the drivers from best to worst I think they would probably be just outside the top 10 for me but like Hassles. yeah car car <laughs> has holes indeed um, this chat is just a gold mine yeah mate that's great um, thank you by the way uh, Matthew Baker appreciate you Matthew um, is it counterproductive if the real objective is to actually remove him from the seat ASAP and replaced with a driver, e.g. Liam Lawson, going back to Awful Towery um, briefly. Can- it, it is counterproductive because I don't get the point of it. How is that going to... How is saying Christian Horner does, you know, didn't want you in that team going to help him improve? I just, I just don't get it. Is it counterproductive? That's removed from the seat, a separate place. Well, look, I mean, ultimately, Red Bull, top, like, they could just pull any driver whenever they wanted. Like, they could do that. They have obviously that written into contracts that if we want to stick you in a reserve role, whenever we want, we can do that. So I just think that, you know, Helmut's just speaking his, which, I mean, part of me, part of me, like, appreciates the uh, openness in a sport that consistently we get very PR, like, Helmut Marco has never seen the two letters PR together in his life. I think Helmut Marco would actually be a really good YouTuber. 
Like he'd, Mate. he would do number. He would just, yes. he'd be unfiltered. I, I'd, I'd love it. I'd watch. Oh my god, that's actually when it, when um, Vettel replaces him, I think I think that should uh, we should make that happen, chat. I mean, yeah. Could you imagine Vettel going on a podcast and saying, "Yeah, yeah, Christian Horner said you're trash." <laughs> <laughs> Get back to trash. Um, right, McLaren, uh, Lando, Oscar upgrades. Have only, you, see, have you only, seen the upgrades? Yeah, only for Lando apparently. Only on Lando's car. Ooh, uh, someone can uh, uh, okay. okay, maybe uh, okay. tell me if I'm wrong. But uh, big weekend. We've heard, uh, yeah, we've heard a lot of talk from McLaren. A lot of kind of this is kind of the first upgrades from their uh, from their new technical structure as well. Obviously, James Key is gone now. They had, I think, this kind of three person structure. Although at yeah. the same time, a few of them aren't there yet. So correct. Yeah, there's a lot riding on these on these upgrades in terms of Lando will always deliver in Austria. This is one of those Lando bangers. No he doubt is, about yeah, it. he's got a bit of a, he's got a good track record around here, hasn't he? So I think that if anyone's going to deliver the the source, and there's a big Pirates fan fan base, of course. In, yeah, in in in, in Austria. No, I think that Oscar, yeah, not, not Oscar's doing well. You know, he's, he's within a couple of attempts of Lando. He's, he's doing well. McCooking, M- McCooking. That's what um, Hannah calls me when I'm cooking dinner. Tom, I'm cooking. Um, did you did you tell the chat by the way that she totally forgot that you're here? Didn't realize you're, you're in Austria. Oh yeah, that Hannah. If you're watching, uh, that's honestly like it's it's ridiculous. I literally went. I got the train this morning with my wife. She got out of the train and, w- and went on her way to work with Minton to come in. And I went to Gatwick Airport to get on the flight and fly here. And then at five o'clock, I get a call. We're, we're having some food. Schnitzel. Oh, um, are you, what, are you, what are we doing for dinner? Like, <laughs> I'm in Austria, you mug. Honestly, oh, it was I brilliant. thought I was forgetful and badly organised, but there you go. Um, Lando needs to leave. Does Lando need to leave McLaren? Do you think? Oh, well, actually, I was chatting to um, Niall. Niall, if you're watching, um, great chatting with you, mate. And hopefully, I'll see you at the Grand Prix. We we're chatting about. Um, so he's a, he's a Red Bull Verstappen fan, and he was like, he thinks Lando should be in that car next year. Um, do you, do you think that's that's I viable th- at all still, or do you think he's going to believe in the project? I think he's got to give it another. I'd say another year because the only reason I say another year is because well, first of all, he has a contract, so breaking it is going to be you know a little bit tricky. But uh, Checo's contract contract also runs out next year, and I think McLaren have said that all of the upgrades that they brought to the factory, this brand new technical structure, it was all to do with the 2024 car. So. That's the next year. You've there's got to be some kind of at least tangible yeah, like improvement. If there's no improvement next year, then absolutely he has a right to to leave McLaren because he's wasted there. You know he's he's a really good driver. I think he's proved everything he can in the midfield, and he needs to be he needs to have at least a chance of fighting for podium. So I'd say this time exactly next year is when I think we should seriously be looking at Lando leaving. Yeah, I, I think that you know you've got. End of 2024 is going to be quite is quite an interesting one, I think, because there's a few drivers who I think should maybe give it till the end of next season before them. Yeah, it's either it's working or, or they need to move on. I'm thinking Norris. I'm thinking Albon as well at Williams. I think maybe Albon to McLaren replacing Norris. Or uh, what, what do we think, chat? What do we think? We'll see. I think again, it's. I think Aston Martin's uh, success has exposed a lot of teams and uh, McLaren are one of those teams because they've talked a big talk for a while, but obviously facilities and all that. It just feels like continuous... Like, I, I like McLaren. I've got I've got a soft spot for McLaren. I just feel like it's always like, yeah, we're, ju- we're getting there. But it's like they're always 
climbing the mountain, but the destination is all, it's like the mountain's always growing. So they keep climbing, but the mountain just keeps getting bigger. And it's like, you're just not going anywhere. And it's, it, it must be for you hardcore McLaren fans out there. It must be I don't very, know how they do it, mate. I don't very, know. Yeah, they always have an excuse. Mate. Keep in exactly. mind, I mean, Ferrari fans always, you know, say that, oh, they've got it rough, but at least their car can score points. Do you know mm. what I mean? Like, it could be a lot worse. They've won races that like, fairly recently. Yeah, within like a excluding year. Excluding Ricardo's win, yeah. of course. But um, yeah, it's, it's like learning to swim. <laughs> yeah. Drowning, not good. Um, it's like right. swimming against the tide. That's what it's like being a McLaren fan, I think. All right. um, Alpine, Alpine, Superman, um, Wrexham, United Airlines F1 team. Yeah, a bit of a bit of Hollywood uh, to Alpine. It's it's weird with them. They're kind of stuck in the middle of nowhere. Like they're very clearly ahead of all of the other teams behind them. So you know, Alfa Romeo, McLaren. But they're not. But they're not on the level of a Mercedes or Ferrari. So they're kind of. Can they kind of stay in that position, or can perhaps you know McLaren's upgrades maybe bring them a little bit closer? I think hmm. Gasly needs a bit of a bounce back weekend because um, he's had a few kind of. He had a rough weekend last time out. Obviously, got unlucky with the traffic in qualifying. And I do think that there has been races where he's genuinely beaten Ocon on pace and Ocon's just starting to run away with it and I think Gasly needs to have a big weekend uh, here. I, I think I think they're pretty close. I, I do I do rate Ocon ahead of Gasly, but I do think that this is the, a teammate that's really going to help Pierre now because I think his his teammates up until bef- you know before jumping in the Alpine obviously except for Verstappen weren't the most, you know, he had a Yuki, he had Brendan Hartley, you know, he, these teammates, Kvyat briefly as well. And, you know, after Kvyat's kind of peak, I think it died out somewhat. So I think having Ocon, who is very, very good and very underrated as far as I'm concerned, I think this is a, this is the right place for him to be. I mean, it's certainly a, a switch up from AlphaTauri considering, you know, I know he was doing bits for AlphaTauri in 21, but now they've... they've They're lost in the championship. They stink. So... Stink. I think that, yeah, again, Alpine, it's just Alpine and McLaren are just like two of the same for me. They're so mid. They're the definition of mid. They're like fifth and sixth in the construction. They're just mid and midder. (laughs) It's as simple as that. The mid and the midder. It's, no, it's, listen, it's... I'm excited for the partnership and all that, right? And they want to sell more Alpines in the States. There's this big plan to have... I mean, they have one. It's quite interesting. Well, they have one now. They're going to have seven by, by 2030. 2030. Yeah. And then 2027, they're going to start for the first time selling Alpines in the US because they don't. You, you can't even buy Renaults in the US. So I think this is all part of that as well. This is as much tied to the F1 team as it is Alpine as a... Because again, you, you they've... What? When was it? 20. 21. So we've had yeah, yeah. two and a bit full seasons now of Alpine being promoted in Formula One while still only selling one car. And also, Laura, they had this like 100 race uh, project that they announced at the beginning of, well, technically it was to begin in 2022. And I think uh, Laurent Rossi has basically said, yeah, now we're turning into a 120 race plan. So he's just going to keep extending it as, uh, as they no, keep I going. No, I said the hill keeps getting, the mountain keeps getting bigger. You keep, like, that's just. It's just foolish. Rebrand it as Nissan. That would be cool. That would be very cool. All right. Ferrari. Ferrari. Successful here last year. Very. Very good on their tyres in Canada. Surprisingly good. Very good race pace. I think that in Canada... Was that a one-off? It was more... It's so difficult to know whether it was track-specific or not because let's not forget they brought upgrades in Spain and upgrades don't always work like bang, just straight Mm. away. So perhaps they needed to kind of sort out a few teething issues and setup issues in Spain. Looked a lot more promising uh, in Canada, although 
I think both drivers underdelivered in qualifying. I think you know we kind of know that. And then in the ra- that that just meant that they were on they were on a recovery drive in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is I think a clean weekend. I'd love to see their pace because we know Leclerc is quick around here. The car again a, a, a similar concept won last year. So. I think another big weekend for them. They could they could very easily be best of the rest and fighting for that kind of third place or podium if the Red Bulls oh, finish one too. The car, without doubt, has the capacity to do that. It's just whether the the whole team can bring it together. If Carlos, you know, Carlos doing his blocking didn't exactly help things. Um, like blocking everyone in Canada. Yeah, and and even even the, well even in the race, you know, I think the team wanted to pull him in, didn't they? But like Charles and Carlos were like, no, we want to stay out, give us clean air. Boom, they made it work. You know, I, I just want to see a little bit more of that from the drivers because I think ultimately, yeah, it, it's they can't have much faith in the team, and, and I'm especially Charles. Sure. I'm seeing a few. Sh- yes, let's hope that they're not fire uh, in this race, quite literally, because mm. the thing exploded last time. So yeah, yeah, that Ferrari heritage of reliability really came through but last Char- year. Charles made some good. Mo- he's had some quality battles with Verstappen. Unfortunately, I don't think we're going to get one um, this weekend for the sprint or the race, right? But I mean, I guess the saving grace maybe is. Is are, are the weather conditions going to be different from Saturday? Let me have a look. Actually, I'm going to look at my phone. Um, from like Saturday to Sunday, right? From the sprint to the actual race. I think it's also weird to do. Do we think that Ferrari would kind of would they prefer the wet conditions or the dry conditions? I think the chaos of the wet conditions plays actually against Ferrari because they're a team that just needs things to kind of like just go smoothly. A, a little bit. I think they just need a boring weekend where nothing, no drama, no red flags, no nothing, where they can just focus on themselves and actually get the best out of their car. So it's it's a tricky one. I think the dry conditions, I think, would be better for Ferrari. Interesting. So according to my, my phone, uh, Saturday is precipitation all day, uh, but Sunday is dry. dry. Wow. So if if you've got a wet sprint, and then a dry race, that could actually be quite interesting. Because, again, when it's a cookie-cut-a-carbon copy, it's not so good. But And unfortunately, we're not here on the Sunday, but we're, and we're here on the Saturday for the rain. We're going to be on the last lap, so, though. Check that out. Make sure you're watching that. We are. We are indeed. Um, come on, Ferrari. You can do it, Charles and Carlos. Uh, Mercedes, I'm not expecting too much just because I do think this is going to punish their low speed. You know, those traction zones... Like that really hurt them in Canada um, compared to the Aston and the Red Bull. So, I mean, I, I, I would be surprised if we saw a Mercedes on the podium, personally. The only kind of crumb of comfort I have is that last crumb. year, that they were pretty good here last year because it was only uh, the mistakes in qualifying that both George and Lewis made when they crashed out. They did say the car was quite tricky to drive, but it did, am I making this up? Like, I think the car did have pace throughout practice and kind of the early mm. parts of qualifying here. So... Maybe now that it's improved, it could get a bit better. But you're right. I mean, Lewis after Canada was just talking about the rear end of the... Uh, very sus comments, but we knew what he meant. Uh, the rear end of uh, both Alonso and Verstappen and those mm. traction zones, especially uh, up at turn three, I think that, that right-hander, that, you know, those are really important corners. And, it, you know, is Mercedes going to be able to match Red Bull and Aston Martin? I think that's going to be uh, the big one. And also another driver, Russell needs... He needs a cleaner Russell weekend. Russell to the barriers. Here we go. Yeah, I could see Russell having a... A bit of a clangor. Really? Yeah. I, do, yeah. I don't know. He's, he's got... He, I, I really rate... I know you rate George. I really do rate George, but he's got a clangor in him. He does have a bit of a bozo like, uh, gene in him a little bit sometimes. <laughs> Every now and then. But yeah, I'm, I'd be surprised if they're on the podium, but who knows? Because that car is clearly moving in. And, <laughs> and, and the more And the more races they have these new side pods on, compose yourself, man. Sorry. Um, <laughs> Then the uh, the better I guess they'll get. Right, we'll see. But then 
the green bull, Aston Martin McCutcheon. Um, I mean, like, I mean, look, the people in the predictions think that Lance Stroll is like second, best, second most likely to win the race. So what? They're bugging. Lance, sorry, uh, people predicting a clean qualifying. Um, it's looking like it's going to be a little bit of rain. Hang on, let me check on my phone again. I think it's a little bit of rain tomorrow, but not quite as much as Saturday. Yeah, Friday's like a, a little bit of precipitation later in the day. Oh, it's difficult to know where their car's going to be. I mean, it's been quite strong pretty much in most tracks, but Alonso last year was actually, he had so much bad luck last year in terms of reliability, in terms of things, I think, going wrong in the race as well. I think he had to come into the pits again because I think the team fitted one of his wheels wrong, oh, yeah. um, but he still scored points. Like He was incredibly uh, strong around here. So Alpine, listen, you can never, this season in 2023 with this car, Alonso is always a podium contender and you never know. I think with the sprint, it does invite more chaos, especially if the weather also has an effect. So I'm, I'm Alonso definitely on the podium. If Lance can get anywhere near a podium, I think that'd be good for him. But yeah, he needs to, I mean, when is he going to get closer to Alonso? It's because yeah, how long, how, how long does that kind of daddy's, uh, you know, daddy's team uh, kind of, Stay, stay with him. It's it's difficult. Oh, Lance, I do hope he has a good. You just said to me earlier, it's like, why do you keep saying Lance is going to improve? Which I mean, I just he he surely he must because he's like he he's, why he's what? I don't know. Give me just, give me give me one piece of evidence that says Lance will improve. Not evidence, just just belief. Just vibes. Oh, just Lance. because no, because he will be given the longest career of any F one driver ever if he wants it. He could carry on racing when he's 50 and Lawrence is, you know, 85 and he's one of them flying heads in Futurama in a jar because he's a billionaire and he will never die because he'll... I have, mean, he'll be, he'll be knighted by them for sure. Oh, yeah, and he wants to be knighted, doesn't he? For, yeah, he does. For turning Aston Martin around. Well, you say you've turned Aston Martin around, but I'm still, I think, 60% down on my, my, my shares in Aston Martin, uh, Lawrence, so... You're That's not going to really know from me. That's... Yeah, I was 85% down. So, now I'm 60% down. So as Lawrence would say, listen, if you're a long-term investor, that is growth. That is that is consistent growth. So just it's keep, gross. keep it with us. That's what it is. Gross. Um, give me back my money. Lawrence. <laughs> give, me back. Give, me, give me my money. <laughs> give me that All right. bag. All right. Finally, Red Bull um, at their home from home. One of the strongest tracks, but maybe... Apart, yeah, actually, you know, I'm going to go even higher than Mexico. This is the strongest track for Max on the Best calendar. Spot. No, no, no. I think I think Max is different at different gravy, as different you would say. Um, around around here, I think obviously he's got the support of the fans. This is another home race, one of like four or five. I forget now how many he has. And Red Bull, well, Red Bull are going to be strong. The only thing again that can catch them out, I think, is obviously reliability, which you never know, and just the sprint format in general. You, it just adds obviously more, but. You know, the drivers at the front, for the most part, they behave quite well. You know, they're top quality drivers, mm. the likes of Alonso and Hamilton. So they're not going to, you know, devreeze it into the back of someone. So it's, I, I'm trying to fight. Chat, tell me reasons right now why Max won't win this. Give me some good reasons. Yeah, come Anything. On. Let's get the most creative. Apart from just vibes. Creative reasons for Max Verstappen to not win the race. Aldas trips and falls on the circuit and punctures Max's tyre. That's a good one because the That's hair right. is quite yes. It's, yeah, yeah. That that this will puncture a car tire for sure. It's quite solid. Um, <laughs> nuclear strike. I bloody hope not, Jamie. Um, otherwise, not where be, we're here. No, there'll be there'll be no post race chinwag that way. Yeah. Um, if that happens, um, hits two birds. Yeah, look, listen. One bird wasn't enough. Um, who do you reckon? You know, do you reckon that was part of Lawrence's plan? You maybe release the. I could imagine him like Mr. Burns esque <laughs> release releasing the, the birds. <laughs> and then one's just. 
you know. Did you see yeah. that thing after the race? Yeah, though, like it the was picture not a pretty it. sight. That thing was history. Russell man. takes him out. You know what? George would because he took he took out Checo last year, didn't he? He did. Race. That was that was an interesting collision because that's a very tricky corner where I think it tightens a lot more than people realise. And the person and the on the camera away. Yeah, as well, and the it? person yeah. on the inside always falls away. They just can't like they, they always fall away and get even closer to, to to the car on the outside. So it's it's a bit of a pinch point, but it makes I think that makes the track more fun. And the fact that the gravel's on the outside as mm. well, it's just kind of another little. It, it adds something to the track in terms of the modern tracks don't have that. So. All right, prediction. How many times... Oh, oh, oh. OBS is disconnected. F. I think, I think it's going to come back. I think it's going to come back. Yeah, we're, is it uh, back? We're back, we're back. We're, we're back, back, yeah. It's kind of... It's, it's, they just missed all that genius coming out of my down, mouth. Down, down. No, I think they got, I think got the gist of it. Um, how many times are we going to see um, someone go off on that uh, downhill right-hand or turn four, whatever it is? How many times? Prediction. Ooh, I think we're going to see... In the sprint and the race together. In the sprint. I think we're going to see about four. I think four drivers. Because it's such an oh. inviting spot to go around the outside if you can get yeah. kind of the run on the driver. So I think it's going to be, especially in these cars, as much as as much as much we are having a dominant season, I think it's easier to kind of race a little bit. And we saw last year that plenty of cars were racing. So hopefully it'll be even closer. Maybe not for the win, because uh, Max is probably going to win it by day. But in the midfield, hopefully it'll be a bit closer. Sam four. I'm going to say six. Oh, wow. I think it's going to be a little bit chaotic, especially if there's a bit of rain on Saturday for the sprint. Um, there's going to be a lot of gravel. The race sure. will take a uh, look. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I, look, I do hope that Nick DeVries has a good race after the quotes, the comments from, from Helmut Marco, because, you know, it'd be nice to see him bounce back. I love a little Phoenix from the Ashes story. That's why, you know, Albon coming back and doing well now. Ocon getting unfairly dropped, as far as I'm concerned, coming back into the sport now, doing well. I like those story arcs, you know? I like the storylines. As much as every person on the internet, and we at times as well, have been just absolutely just bagging it on DeVries in terms of how bad he's been, he's still a decent driver. He has talent. This is a guy who does have raw ability, but I think he's just struggling with confidence. He's clearly struggling with a difficult car. I mean, that team is last in the constructors for a reason, mm. and he needs to somehow use that negative reinforcement that's coming yeah, from uh, Marco just for some motivation. So, listen, you know... It, all it needs is just one good race, and mentally that can just be like a switch. So you never yeah, know. Yeah, I just I can't. Like, if I was in Deree's position, I'd just hear those quotes and I'd just be like, "You're not bad." Like, I just I don't I I can't imagine being positively motivated by it. Neg no, but negative reinforcement. I'm gonna prove it. I'm gonna prove him wrong. So. Listen, I'm trying to find some... Listen, I'm trying to, like, prop up DeVries a little bit. I'm struggling here, guys, maybe, you know? Maybe, We'll see, we'll see. All right, right. I'll, we're going to wrap it there. We've gone just over an hour. This has been good. Um, Aldas, thank you for coming along. Thank you for thank you very much. joining me for this uh, pre-race chinwag for the 2023 Austrian Grand Prix. Subscribe to Aldas on YouTube. A-L-D-A-S. What was your video today, by the way? Uh, I did a video on Alonso's legacy and how it's improved and uh, since he's come back. Because, yeah, at the end of the 2018, it was looking a bit shaky. But I think Fernando proved a lot of people wrong on his uh, on his comeback. There you go. Me, me being one of them. But you know, Don't I, forget, I, I, flop of the... He said Fernando was flop of the season I, going into 2021. I, I, look, Mic drop. I, but the... Meant I got a great thumbnail out of my reacting to that terrible prediction. Okay, so... Every cloud. Um, I would love to show you Minton Jane, but I am a two and a half hour flight away from the UK. So 
I cannot do that. I'm Lomo indeed, Tyler. Thank you all again for watching, listening, wherever you are in the world. Like the stream, rate, uh, five-star Apple Podcasts. Oh, what should people write in the comments if they've got this far in the stream? Uh, keep it clean. Ooh, keep it clean. Oh, no, 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 no. I'm going to leave that to you. Oh, no, no, it's, it's bad. Wowdas, that's good. Wowdas. 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 Wow. Okay. In, in, uh, type Wowdas, W-A-L-D-A-S. Exactly. Write Wowdas in the stream. Get Aldas more. There we go. I love you, chat. Thank yeah. you very much. And then type that in the comments for, for the algorithm. It helps. But don't subscribe to Wowdas. Subscribe to Aldas. Yes, yeah. Do, do find the right channel. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. Uh, cheers for coming, everyone. And um, I will... I don't know. I'll see you on Monday, I guess. And I'm going to do a video um, for this. It's going to be fun. Bye. In Austria. Bye, everyone. Bye. Keep waving. Keep waving. Keep waving. Keep waving. <laughs> can I stop waving now? <laughs> you can stop waving now. <laughs>